the Mech Observer's Mech Geek Gab number 26 for the week of November 21st, 2005. Greetings, folks, and thanks, John, for doing well, the that intro. Was, that was different. You tried to trip me up in the show notes, though. You I, said it says 2006, I, and I'm like, I was reading that. You know, hmm. if I had, if I had done the intro, I, I would have <laughs> said would. 2006 because I was like, oh man, the guy, the one time we let him do it, and he gets it wrong. <laughs> like, oh no, wait a minute, it's it's not 2006. So I think I passed the initiation. Yeah, yeah, without uh, without us even knowing. Um, but yeah, it's getting close to the end of the year, and. Uh, Vacation time and Turkey Day is coming up here in the United Turkey States. Turkey Day and then yep. the uh, you know consumer frenzy that follows. We yeah. get that Friday off to uh, so we can go and stimulate the economy. You have that. You have that Friday off, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of places do that. That makes sense. I need to bring your gain up here. We're experimenting with the sound a little bit this evening, folks. So. Uh, oh yes, I have a new uh, brand new product here. It's a Euro Rack. Uh, UB. 1222FX Pro. From Behringer. From Behringer. Thank you very much. And yeah. boy, this just has so many. <laughs> it's got lots of lots of gizmos on it. And hopefully yeah, we've got John's level at a point where it actually is is good. Yeah. I'm not applying any of the effects. This does a lot of effects, which I was having just, just hours of joy with. Echo yeah. and all that stuff. And we'll, we'll try that later. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Later. But right now, we don't After want to talk the show. about sound. Sound is interesting. Yeah, but we're going to talk about something different this show. We're going to talk about pictures. So, not just pictures of John and I, but you folks saw, well, you saw the video for those yes. of you brave sorry. souls. That's we're sorry. Right. <laughs> and I'm actually on a different mic tonight, you know, John. I'm back hmm. on, the, I'm back on the, the SM58, believe it or not. I, uh, I have this theory that I'm better off with a dynamic mic, but I, I want to hmm. test it before I, before I cement it in stone. So... Okay. Yeah, I'm very happy with the C1. Yeah, it works good. real well for your voice. It, and I think it would work well for me if my studio was done. Uh-huh. But I have to choke way up on this thing. Otherwise, you hear a big echo from me. And uh, that's because I have uh, walls with nothing on them in my office because I'm waiting for the studio to be finished. And actually, I have drywall up there now. So it's getting there. That's progress. It is progress. Yeah. So uh, photos. Yes, we all like taking photos. photos or you, you should. Um, That's right. But I'm going to, I'm going to tell them about our sponsor first. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, our, our sponsor for, for the month of November, uh, no change here is, uh, is godaddy.com. And uh, this week uh, we're, we're talking about something I've actually talked about a couple times on the show and that's private domain registration. One of the things GoDaddy does is it, it lets you integrate with a, a feature called domains by proxy and that most of the time when you go sign up for a domain and man, I, I know I've been through this and I think John has too. You sign up for a domain and then your information, whatever email address and, and really even physical address you put on there is totally available to the public and it stinks. You get spam and faxes come mm-hmm. in out of the blue and it, it really stinks. So it made sense when you wanted the prestige of, you know. Owning That's your right. Own domain, but unfortunately, you had to be. Well, usually you were listed as a contact because you know if something went wrong, you were usually the person that dealt with it. But in this case, you're right. not. So, right. You know, that's my office phone ringing, and it never rings at night, John. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get the, uh, you know, shut off all external communication. I'll switch say. for Dave. 
Yeah, I don't know who's Boy, calling me, Dave. but it's not it's not somebody from the house because I could tell that lights up a different light. So we're just going to let that go. Because um, I noticed you like that device. Oh, the sponsor. Sorry. Get back yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, so they, they integrate with domains by proxy and the private registration is $8.95 a year, $8.95 US. Uh, but if you sign up for when you register your domain name, you get your domain name for just $1.99. So it's really pretty wow. cheap. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at what about eleven bucks, right? Nine. Could two. could it get any less expensive than that? Yes, it could. If you enter, and this is only for you folks listening, uh, if you you enter the code GAB one, so that would be G A B one. When you check out, you'll save an additional ten percent on uh, on your order, so it'll be even a little bit less. And so that's at GoDaddy.com. And now it's time to talk about pictures. So. You want to take it away, John? Pictures. <clears throat> uh, I could take it away. Uh, take it away. The way I want to start is just, uh, well, I don't know. I, I'm a amateur photographer. Never really got into the film thing. but really got into the digital. Right now, I have a uh, Nikon Coolpix. I believe it's a 4500. Wanted like their second generation of those. Uh, the thing that got me into it was the, uh, the twist. Um, if you haven't seen one of these, and I think uh, Olympus and some other people have it too. But the neat thing is you can twist the screen separate from the lens so you can do some really interesting shots. Um, and what do you, what do you, uh, what's your favorite camera there, Dave? Well, right now we have the, uh, the Canon Elf S500, which is a five megapixel version that, uh, that I actually bought for Lisa, my wife, last, uh, last Christmas. So almost a year ago, and uh, we've been very happy with it. It takes little movies. It's a you know obviously a five megapixel camera, and it'll do. I think the movies. I think the movies are actually six forty by four eighty at fifteen frames a second. So you know nothing that you're going to be broadcasting on television, but uh, but certainly enough to to capture those moments when uh, when you need to. And it's got a we've got a one gig compact flash card in it, so holds plenty of stuff. Excellent. Yeah, I got the same thing. Um, now the flashcards, a little tangent here, but we'll mention it while we should. Is um, uh, you want to get that they have different speeds, and I think this is a, a concern because, especially compact flash, it's fast, but hard drives are much faster. So um, that there is a speed issue, especially when you get to the, the you know bigger megapixel cameras and ones that do uh, things in RAW format and stuff like that. Though that's getting a bit outside of the area I'm used to dealing with, because I know there's a whole other super high-end world there. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the, uh, you know, the thing is when you write those out, sorry. Are you taking a drink? <clears throat> Listen, yeah, man, you do that on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyways, yeah, and you get into the card, but to mention is that they do have cards that get higher speed. Um, the, the one that I have, and I don't think it's too much more, but, the, but, but, but especially just to consider if you do get a larger compact flash uh, card, yeah. they do have ones that they don't seem much more expensive and they are rated for because the, uh, I guess it's getting to the point where you have so many pixels coming out of the camera that could, you know, uh, go faster than the card can accept it. So you're sitting there waiting and waiting and that's still a complaint. Does that make I a difference? Do the high speed cards actually make a difference? Have you, do, do you know this? Because um, I, I got, I, I bought into that philosophy and, and I bought one I of the high speed cards. with the right camera, I think it could. And okay. the camera I have that we have maybe like the, you know, prosumer, you know, not yeah. quite yeah. ready for prime time. So I'm just saying it's something to look at. I actually would love if the listeners have any uh, reflections on something like that. Yeah, that would be, that would great, be great to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So anyways, a little tangent there, but the thing that I like to use, and then another thing uh, that I typically do is use a, uh, right now I have something that's called a Flash Go from uh, iMation. I believe they stopped making it, unfortunately. But rather than lug around a cable, I think the camera does have a USB. I'm not sure uh, what your camera has there, David. It's, it's the got USB. Thing. Yeah, USB 2, actually. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's for pretty zippy uh, transfers, but you need a cable. Though actually, from what I've seen as of late, that tends to be a standard type of like mini USB connector. Okay. Um, so you're okay. But if you don't want to lug around another cable, then uh, getting a CF reader, the one that goes into the uh, PCMCIA slot, which I could do when I had a... Uh, non 12 inch power book. Now I can't. So I <laughs> lean towards USB right. um, to pull the pictures out. But the nice thing is when you plug this in along with a lot of other devices and you have your machine set up right, iPhoto all of a sudden pops up. Um, even if you put in a reader, it recognizes certain readers, at least this one, it says, oh, flash go. Okay, sure. Um, oh, that's cool. So it comes up and then you get into the, you know, what is my favorite program right now, which is iPhoto for managing the photos. Yep. Um, and you can do a lot of things, especially with the new version. Uh, I'll mention one thing that I like to do and then maybe get uh, get some of your uh, okay. your thoughts on the whole photo thing here, David. Okay. The thing that I do like, uh, a new version. So iPhoto, um, we can speak to this a little little more later, but the two things I use it for is one, to get the photos and you know put in the comments and right. then put them on my .Mac account. I don't really have a blog. I have a photo blog, if anything. Okay, and, okay. Uh, and I like taking pictures. We can put a link to it on the uh, show yeah. notes there. Oh, all right. Um, but that's one thing that I like about iPhoto. It's, uh, one of the better integrations that I've seen between, uh, you know, photo jukebox, if you will, and, uh, and an online service. So you actually and, uh, want me to put a link in the show notes to your own photo blog? Is that, is that yeah, what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, I just I wanted to make sure I didn't that. misunderstand you. you know, uh, <laughs> I'd hate to, uh, hate to do that by accident. So. Yeah. Well, the name's kind of obvious. Uh, well, yeah, there you go. Too much exploration. No. Um, but anyways, uh, that's one feature I like, um, and the other, which they introduced in the most recent version, which uh, yeah, they keep uh, starting to lose track here. Actually, <laughs> yeah, they do. That's right. Yeah, they, they they keep revving it. And what the heck are they up to? Five. Okay. Yeah. So five, five is latest. Five yeah. out of four. Uh, Two sixty three. Uh, but it's sharing, and it was actually funny because I've seen this at some uh, open environments, like trade shows and stuff. Is that you'll see other people, just like in um, in iTunes. It's yeah. the same sort of thing. We're on it's, iTunes it's to not, share your music. I think that's been there pre-version five, although maybe five. I don't think the, fo the no, photos is a couple of versions. It wasn't in there in the beginning. No, it definitely wasn't. Yeah. 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 Maybe I thought it was new in five. Maybe it was new in four, but that's one thing that I just noticed as of late because I was in environments where I said, you know, look for other people sharing and things right. that show up and it's like, Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And the cool part I, with the cool part mm -hmm. with that is unlike I, iTunes, right? Where with iTunes, of course, you can play people's music if they're shared, if you're shared to it and unallowed to. Mm -hmm. But you uh, you obviously can't do any copying because the RIA would 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 trounce Apple, you know, and and complain that they oh, were yes. facilitating piracy, yada yada yada. Well, mm -hmm. with iPhoto, it's great if if Lisa takes some pictures and loads them onto her PowerBook in the house. And I want to have some of those pictures on my machine. I go to sharing and I can just drag them out of her library into mine and it'll copy them to my machine into my library. Cool. Yeah. It's okay. very, so be, beware of it. Well, it's a very cool feature to have in, you know, here at the house, be aware of that. If you're actually sharing your pictures and you run iPhoto and you're say at a trade show or, or, you know, on, on some very public network because yeah. people can, people can be taking copies of your pictures without you knowing it. So and there be, may be things you don't want to share with the world. <laughs> uh, that's right. For those of we'll you, for those of there. you out there who have those sorts of pictures, that's right. Yeah. 
If you uh, have any stories you'd like to share with us. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. <clears throat> so right. uh, I think my mic stand is shrinking here because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm having to duck. Oh, it's because I'm standing on my podcasting. Uh, uh, I, I, when I set my mic stand height, I, I didn't have the little podcasting uh, the mat down, the, the, the cushy mat that the kids mm-hmm. got me. So yeah. So iPhoto is pretty like groovy, but, but there's probably some other stuff out there besides iPhoto and uh, Top Mac that you could use out there. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely like to use iPhoto for editing pictures. If, if I've got something in iPhoto already, i.e. I'm going to use it in my library or, or what have you, the, the editing tools in the current version of iPhoto are actually pretty stellar. The, the red eye removal works very well. Um, and, and, and as, as do a lot of the other, you know, enhancement and contrast features and uh, the, all the stuff that's built in to make your pictures look prettier and crop them and the auto cropping down to a, you know, a fixed size or a fixed ratio or whatever you want to call it, uh, it really works well. However, a lot of times when I need to do some, some quick and dirty picture editing, if I need to do some scanning, uh, I actually skip over the, the, the time-tested Photoshop, believe it or not, and go to a piece of software called Graphic, Graphic Converter. And that's been around since the OS 9 days. Of course, obviously, they have an, an OS 10 version now. And I, I'm sure, I, actually, I don't know if they make the OS 9 version anymore or not. But uh, Graphic Converter is a full-featured shareware image manipulation app for the Mac. I love the thing. Uh, I've been using it for years, like I said. It's got every feature you could imagine. It can save pictures in many different formats. Its touch-up tools are about the only spot that it's lacking. You know, if you want to do some of that Band-Aid stuff, I, I haven't found anything like that in Graphic Converter. So you, you need mm-hmm. iPhoto or or one of the various Photoshop uh, iterations, either Photoshop itself or even Photoshop Elements will do do that, you know, cloning and that sort of thing. But if you want to do some cropping or, uh, or or just, you know, some editing where you can actually draw on the picture or put some text in there uh, or, or even convert from one format to another, Graphic Converter's got a great set of batch skills. So... Uh, batch tools, rather, not skills. We're not uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Here. Mad skill. <laughs> it's got mad skills when it comes to converting, baby. Uh, so it, you, you you can th- basically throw a folder at it and, uh, and, it, and then it'll take, you know, you say with this folder, make it so that all the pictures in here are 500 pixels wide and, and, sh- and, and then, you know, save them as JPEGs and save them to this other folder and create thumbnails in this other folder and then make, uh, uh, you know, a... Uh, HTML document that that has all the thumbnails linked to it, and then links off to the bigger pictures. It's really quite something what it can do. Uh, it can it can yeah. create a whole thing for you. Of course, you can you can do some of that with your .dot mac integration, but of course, you don't have the the freedom there. So, yeah, I was uh, go ahead making some noise here, but uh, I was looking for it, but I actually got graphic. It must have been ten years ago that I paid for it, and could be. I think I had like a four digit registration number, and yeah. Yeah. I think only like twice in the history of the product has the guy demanded an upgrade. I mean, it was just yeah. amazing. And, I'm and it's cheap. I mean, even, it's, it's like 35 bucks, right? Or 25 yeah. bucks. It's, it's not like, you know, it well worth it. If you're going to be doing any image mani- manipulation, that's a tongue twister for you. See that Ooh. that's one of those times when you folks are happy that I went out this week and bought a pop filter. So pop. Yeah. A pop you, filter. You know, you don't want to pop. Yeah, I was going to take some pantyhose and stretch it over a clothes hanger, but, you know, I was passing by the music store, so I, I spent the <laughs> 25 bucks and bought the real thing. <sighs> yeah. Right. 
So uh, you mentioned dot Mac, uh, which is one way of getting photos online. You can, and of course that there's integration as Apple's always done. There's integration with iPhoto there, but there are other ways of getting your photos online. Uh, one that, one that we've used here for a long time. Before I skip over .Mac, you use .Mac a whole lot more than I do for for your photos. Are there any specific features there you want to talk about, John? Um, uh, one that you had mentioned actually, which is uh, uh I didn't say anything. More, uh, you it wasn't, it wasn't me. It must have been another guy. <laughs> but no, to uh, maximize the amount of space that you have, there is a way though. You have to go to the web page, as far as I can tell. Oh yeah. To repartition the amount of space you get. Um, yes. Apple every now and then keeps growing your space, and what they default to doing is half giving you half for email and half for virtual disk space. Um, I don't really use my uh, .Mac email for anything except. Uh, uh, you know, very limited things. So I want as little space as possible in that. So, uh, so you can crank it down so you can get pretty much the full, uh, full effect there, which I'm looking right now. So, uh, you gotta, yeah, you gotta log into dot Mac and go to settings and then there you can change. I believe it's, I believe that's where it was. And we did, we said it in a previous show and I, I of course can't remember which show that yeah. was off the top of my head, but so right now it's a gig, which is good, which is good. It looks yep. like, but go ahead and set it. If you're not using your .Mac email, go ahead and set it. I think the minimum is what 15 megs for email. Is that right, John? Um, something like that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what it is. So, uh, what we've always used here is a piece of software. Well, it's actually a, a an online service that used to be called Photo Access and then merged with PhotoWorks. And PhotoWorks used to stink. And and then after they merged with Photo Access, they actually took all the good stuff from Photo Access and and for some reason decided to call it PhotoWorks. It depends on whose money was spent, I guess. Um, but one thing that they've got is they've got a piece of software called PhotoStreamer. And and the, the nice part about Photo Access is it was sort of pre-Flickr, and we're going to talk about Flickr in a minute, um, where, you know, we, we wanted something that, that was twofold. We wanted to be able to get pictures online quickly and easily so that we could email a link to our our family, you know, and, and they could then go look at pictures of the kids, et cetera. Um, and then we also wanted them to have the option of ordering because what would happen is we'd take pictures and we'd show them to family and they'd say, oh, can I get a copy of this? Can I get a copy of that? Can you print me a copy of this? And we went broke, you know, trying to print all this <laughs> stuff. So uh, we, we stumbled on photo access and, and they actually, right at the, right about the time we found them, which was a number of years ago, they, uh, they were actually having a, they were just beta testing their Mac software. So somehow my wife suckered them into getting on the beta test. But anyway, it's, it's public now. It's a piece of software called PhotoStreamer and it's available for OS X. And you dump your pictures into this software. It doesn't have direct iPhoto integration uh, as far as I know. Uh, and I haven't really looked for it because it's, it's fairly easy. You just grab, grab your pictures. You can select multiple pictures and then just drag them over into, uh, into photo access or photo streamer. Rather you name the album, you decide, you know, what size thumbnails you want it to create. And then you hit upload. Uh, and then it goes and beams all your stuff up. They have free storage online. You can store as much as you want, as long as you order 20 bucks worth of prints per year from your account, uh, which we typically do, you know, even around Christmas time, we order our Christmas cards or something like that. So, which actually I guess we have to do because it's that time, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it, it works really, really well. And, and then you can set, you can decide whether people have the option to only view them, only view and print them, or if they can even copy them to their own album. And of course, by print, they mean order prints. And their prints are great. They're cheap. And my experience has been if I ordered a print at 10 o'clock this morning, I would have it in my mailbox tomorrow. They, they're, yeah, they're really quick. I, I'm not sure. Maybe it's because I'm in the Northeast. Maybe they're in the Northeast as well. But 
they get the stuff out really, really fast. So uh, I, I like it a lot. Uh, so cool. Yeah. Now, I've seen uh, a couple of others just to toss this yeah. in. I haven't yeah. used some of these for a while. Okay. But actually, we'll, we'll put a link to this, but I just typed into Google, which is knows all, sees all. Um, and uh, typed in online photo services. And what I linked to yes. was an article at a site called ePinion. Ah, yeah. Okay. Which uh, every now and then I'll come across it. And it's basically, a, as far as I can tell, just a, oh, a shop.com. It's a good, it's a good, this is a good little Anyways. tangent. ePinions rocks, especially this time of year when you're, when you're going out shopping. Have you ever used ePinions, John? Yes. And I've come across it when I've been looking for reviews or basically uh, opinions or e-opinions yeah. yeah. from other people about a particular product. And if something's really good or a real stinker, you know, you're probably going to come across it here in yeah. addition to other things like consumer reports and all that. But, uh, right. Right. but yeah, that's where before I buy something, I go here or I'll come across it through another engine. And right. uh, yeah, they have a lot of good stuff there, but, but they list a few and, and some of the ones that I've used, uh, which are worth looking at, they have a uh, O photo, which is uh, from Kodak. So that's uh no, that's a plus there. Yeah. And there's another one here. Is it uh Shutterfly is another one that I tried. Okay. Okay. I've heard of uh, Shutterfly. We actually used them for a brief bit. And I guess at the time they didn't have any Mac, true Mac integration. So we, we didn't want to upload a picture at a time on their webpage. So. Yeah, that's a, a problem though. It's getting better um, with the standards and just uh, things you can do right. with the right. website. Um yeah, it, it gets better to use a browser to upload things. Um, yes, yeah, that's Sometimes right. it, it can be painful. So that's why, you know, iPhoto, of course, uh, you know, goes right to it. And there, there were some other easy prints. Uh, but anyways, we'll, we'll post a link to the, the thing on uh, ePinions. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to I just want to wrap up the little tangent that we, we had there on ePinions. The, um, the way it works is it's basically a bunch of volunteers or, or just you, readers, users that – that have time and go out there and, and rate things. And, uh, and the way it works is someone will go and say, rate one of these photo services. And then other people will come in, you or me, and will say, yeah, I really appreciated that person's rating or no, that person's rating stunk. You know, that, that was not accurate at all, whatever. And, and by doing this, people actually build up credibility and, and, and it's, it's a badge of honor for many people. And there wow. may be some financial, compensation at, at some levels here. I'm that of that. I'm not, I'm not certain, but it, 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 most of the reviews there, you can see not only the person's review and their rating of the product, but you can see everyone else's rating of that reviewer. So you, you kind of get, you know, while everyone's technically an amateur, there are some people that are less amateur than others. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Amazon does that too. And so Amazon does. Did you find thing. this comment useful? Right, yes. Right. No. So is this person a genius or an idiot or something? Right. And, and so, you know, if you, you go and look for some reviews where people have a decent rating, you know, okay, well, chances are they're not out here just to pan this product, you know, or, or, or they don't work for the company. You know, they've, they've got some credibility here and, and that, that goes a long way. So it's a, it's a very cool site. I, I use it quite a bit for all sorts of different things. I mean, you can find, you know, information, I think on hotels there and, uh, you know, cameras and photo services and just about anything you can find on the web. So mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, so iPhoto does some other. So let's see, what do they do here? They do order prints. Yeah. Homepage. Yeah. Well, and they and they make the books, and now they make the little books, which we've done. Have you done one of those little books yet? The new no. mini books? Oh, they no, rock. Let me, let me click on that here. So they have book types, small, medium. Yeah. Three and a half by two and five eighths. Oh, it's, that's it's great. It's a tiny little book, and I think it's cheap, uh, or it's relatively cheap compared to the big one. And 
prints up right away. Again, with iPhoto, you know, they, they print up real fast and mail them right to you. We've done a couple of those books as gifts for people since it came out. And I say we very loosely here. It's all been been Lisa. She she's the one that that does all the the hard work, and then I just get to come on here and talk about huh. it. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Yeah, small soft cover book, four bucks. Four bucks. There you go. Yeah. Stand up, but uh, yeah, it's probably cheaper than getting your own printing press. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's I do bound notice it, it looks good. So actually, what I've done, and I I suspect other people do as well, is if you get some nice photo paper in your run of the mill inkjet. Yes. Um, I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, and iPhoto's That's got... That's when you want to go high-res. iPhoto's gotten a lot better with printing pictures. Now, initially, it yeah. stunk. It was hard to print mm. a picture with iPhoto and do it nicely. That has changed. Yeah, all of a sudden, now it's gotten to the point where you can actually look at the preview and you're like, okay, the borders look good. Yep, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my big, big pet peeves. They were always, you know, shove it right or left or up or down. And it right. just didn't look like a picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a big problem. So let's talk a little bit about Flickr. Have you used Flickr, John? Mm, I've come across it. I think okay. a couple of friends have sent me photo albums on there. Flickr is uh, this it, is this sort of it's 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 a online photo sharing service, but it almost falls into the. It, in fact, it doesn't almost. It falls into the category of you know online communities and social networks, even uh, where you can put up pictures in an album and you can tag the pictures so that people looking for pictures of say. Say you went to the podcast expo. Well, you could, or portable media expo is what it was called technically. So you could go to Flickr and search for portable media expo and see everyone's pictures from portable media expo and, and really kind of aggregate things in many different ways. Um, and then you can, you can find other people's pictures that you like and, and go, you know, check them out and check out all their albums and that sort of thing. The coolest part about it is it's like Gmail. It uses Ajax for all of its uh, interaction. And man, it's smooth. You know, uploading pictures, you upload them and then you can type in all your comments and stuff and bounce around. It's almost like you're in an application. Uh, it works really, really well. Uh, and I, I found a, a, a plugin rather for iPhoto to where you can actually just highlight pictures in iPhoto, go to the share menu and choose export and you'll have this new little Flickr tab. And it's called Flickr, uh, it's called iPhoto export and it's from uh, connectedflow.com. I'll, I'll put it, uh, put a link in the show notes, obviously. So, um, so that's, uh, it, it's, you know, Flickr, Flickr can be a very, very cool thing. And, and then there's, there's another piece of software I found called 1001, and I'll put another link into this. And it, the, the iPhoto export thing that I mentioned, of course, is just, just to upload pictures. This 1001 actually does a whole lot of different things. It can upload pictures, but it can also pull down pictures and you can have it subscribe to different people's pictures, or you can even have it subscribe to searches of pictures and just sort of pull all this stuff in as you, as you work and just download it to your machine. And it's, it's actually pretty cool. In fact, it's dock icon can even change as it pulls in pictures and it can just pop the pictures right into your dock, which uh, I don't know if it's all that useful, but it sure looked cool when I was checking it out. So Flickr is uh it's a lot of people are addicted to this thing. So I will warn you of that before you, before you head in. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see the attraction. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, we talked about the, uh, the iPhoto thing that we use, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't actually, there, there's one last thing that gets uh, very, very geeky and it's a piece of software called gallery. Um, and okay. it's gallery.minalto.com. And I will put this up in the show notes. If you have your own hosting account, 
somewhere. Uh, this this thing requires PHP on the server, but but that's fairly standard. Uh, it requires mm-hmm. one special addition to PHP, and like I said, this is definitely geek ter- territory. But mm-hmm. um, but it, in it's, the past, y- yeah, there was the no reason flicker. we did this was. Boy, I always had to pester you every time I wanted to publish a photo album. Right. It's, this is actually what we use at TMO. And graphic converter. Right. Right. That's what we did in the old days. Of, uh, yeah, we'd go to trade shows. That's right. And, and use graphic converter with the, the aforementioned uh, gallery building and, and have it create things that we would then wrap with the TMO thing. And it took, it literally took two hours to build a, a photo library. And of course, it, when you're at a trade show, time is of the essence because there's all Indeed. sorts of other things you need to do. Yes. Yeah. So, so we all got sick of that. You we know, all got sick of, that. got sick of that. There we, must be a better way. We had good old Gavin come in and, and he found this thing called gallery, which has been updated many, many times since. And, and uh, they, they kind of stay on top of it. And it, and it essentially lets you build your own photo galleries that you control. The cool part is it has all the same features as any of this other stuff. And there's an iPhoto plugin. So you can organize, you pull your pictures into iPhoto. You can name them. You can, categorize them any way you want, order them any way you want, and then again, share, export, out it goes, and up to your uh-huh. own web page, you can set it to, you know, maximize or uh, limit the size of the pictures, the width or the height or whatever you like, call it an album, and then that's what you see, and, and that's what you see when you go to TMO. So uh, it's it's made life a lot simpler. Of course, the, the there's many options for viewing the pictures because it's all happening relatively dynamically it, it doesn't beat on the server too much it, it's actually pretty good for it um but uh but you have many different options in fact there's way more options than what you see at tmo because we've limited it down to make things simpler but uh but there's slideshows and and automated viewing and and all of that good stuff so oh, it's so much better just plug in the camera name Go. the pictures yes pick the ones that are good delete the ones which are stinkers which that's the beauty of digital photography. That's the if beauty it sucks, of it. you just delete it. You just delete it. That's it. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, I've uh, yeah, I've learned quite a bit. Uh, hey, can I play Stump the, the Geek? Uh, there's an audio question. Oh, that I wanted to do. Okay. Let's play Stump the Geek. <laughs> all right, let me let me find this and make sure that. Uh, oh, I, I wasn't ready at all. Man, I should have had these audio questions loaded right up. <laughs> So now we get to vamp for a bit while the old power book wakes up on the other side. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still booting off my power book. Are you, are you, you're still booting off your power book drive? That's crazy. Oh, no, no, no. I boot off the machine itself in uh, target disk mode. Oh, because oh, my oh, email okay. is on there. Uh, yeah, that works out. The one annoyance is um, Spotlight. When it detects that something's different, it'll start yeah. indexing. That's kind of annoying because you got to kind of private, make them private, then don't make them private and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's not something that people do all all the time, which is boot from, you know, boot in target disk mode. But that's one of the things about, because all of a sudden I just noticed the machine slows to a relative crawl. Yeah. It's still oh, zippy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I see a little pulsing eye in the middle of the uh, spotlight yeah. icon. Yeah. Which means it's indexing. It's got to do its indexing. All right, here we go. Hopefully this is, uh, hopefully I get the volume set right here. So... I think Hope you. So. I think you'll know the answer to this, but. Uh... Hey guys, uh, I recently purchased an EMAC off of someone uh, on eBay, actually, and uh, I'm having a problem that I'm wondering if you could help me with. Whenever it goes to the sign-on screen where you can choose your user to log in, it says "Welcome to 
uh, blank's emac, and that blank is the person who owned it before his name. And I can't seem to find any way to really change that setting uh, through the interface, and I didn't know if there was something that you could do through the command line, or if there's just something I'm missing in order to change that, because I just, it's annoying me, I just like to be able to change it to my name. Um, so if you can help, that'd be great. Uh, I've enjoyed what, listening to the show. Uh, keep up the good work. Thanks. All right. You know the answer, John? Huh. Um, I'm going to toss out one thing just because I, I was futzing around with my computer while I was saying that. Under sharing, yeah. you got your computer name, though I don't think that's the value he's talking about. I think uh, he would be talking about something in accounts. Is it in accounts, though? Well, accounts, you can change your name, right? You can change your name, but you can't change the name of the computer there. Yeah, so the name of the computer, no, I think it is, hold on. Is I it think it's sharing? sharing. I think it's yeah. sharing. Yeah, computer, the computer name. Yeah. I would say that's it. Yeah. I, I think that is. Although there is a place where you can put a message that will appear in the login window. And, right. And the text file, or there's a utility that lets you futz with that. I think there is a utility out there that lets you futz with that. And, uh, I was hoping you would know because I, I know I've done this on my computer and I, I, when I heard this guy's comment come in, I thought, well, I don't know, you know, how do you do it? And, uh, I know I've done it on my power book. I know I stumbled on it, but, uh, but I, I can't find it anymore. Uh, I found something here called okay. custom login message 1.0. There you go. Apple script studio, blah, blah, blah. But there's stuff out there. Custom login message 1.0. See, I knew you'd do it. I, I, that's why we have you here, because you actually know all this stuff. No, my Google foo is strong. <laughs> <laughs> you got mad Google skills. Yeah. yeah, getting better. There's some really wacky stuff out there, though. I have to get to the next level. Look, yeah. Looking for certain URLs that are on certain types of web. Nah, never mind. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, you you can look for certain words and stuff that are in default configurations of a lot of websites, and that usually indicates that the person probably just plugged it in and turned it on. Right, is bad. Right, that's bad. Well, so that you, that would would indicate that that maybe they didn't secure things as well as they probably should have. Yeah, or they don't know that it's on. Right, right. In which case, yeah, there's phrases that are in. Uh, I mean, it's it's part of OS ten and Windows and well, the, the default Apache stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, right. so if you search for the phrase Welcome to Apache, default page, right? I think it's Welcome to Apache. And you find something on the web with it. You may want to tell the person that owns that um, that they, they, they should. Yeah. Because that's usually where, where a lot of the spam that I get, usually asking me to update my uh, bank account information for a bank that I don't belong to. <laughs> and it usually ends up on some poor person's server that left a certain directory open when they shouldn't have. Yeah, that's Anyways. not a good thing. So what are you doing over there? I was looking for the uh, Welcome to Apache page because I think I have it on one of my computers here. Mm-hmm. There it is. Test page for Apache installation. <clears throat> that's the uh, that's the default file, the default title of the uh, of the OS 10 web server, and actually for any Apache web server, I believe. Yeah, so. and I'm sure. Uh, sure, if you Google. Yeah. All right. I don't um, know how we got here, but here we are. Where are we? Are we are. We, where are we exactly? I'm home. Well, not yeah, really. I can see the too. house. I can see the house from here, though. Yeah. I can, I can see my dad sitting in his uh, at his little desk over there. 
Hi, Dad. Um, so, yeah. And no, 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 for those of you who are wondering, no, I don't still live with my parents. I am a geek. I'm not that much of a geek. So, they temporarily are. Yeah, my dad's temporarily living here. They're with you. You're not. Yes, that's right. We have yeah. to change the order here. We've changed the order here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey. So I, I saw something that that excited me to no end today. Uh, we posted a, a thing. I say we again in a very royal sense. Uh, posted a thing over on iPod Observer uh, today where the, the, it sounded like someone had answered my prayers. TiVo has announced that the next version of TiVo to go will support converting things and putting them on an iPod. And it's going to up. Yeah. And it's going <laughs> to, <sighs> yeah. So uh, for those of you who, uh, who've watched <laughs> Heather's uh, you can now watch it on your iPod. If you can TiVo it off of stars or something. Um, but uh, so the, uh, the, the, the trick of course is that they're doing two things. One is they're adding a digital watermark to everything that they, they convert out. And it'll also support the, the PSP, uh, the PlayStation portable. But, uh, and, and I think that the digital watermark is smart, right? It's fine. It, I mean, who cares if someone knows that I gave you my mm. copy of, of, of whatever TV show du jour, right? I mean, what's the difference? If anything, they can track it and find out where it goes. Good for you. Yeah. Good for hey, you. Right. Yeah. With that data. Yeah, right. Do something with it, right? Give me a targeted <laughs> advertisement or something. That would be great. So, Ooh, yeah, that's be, pretty pretty radical thinking, Dave. No, we got to pretend things are the way they always have been and always will and be. And always will be. That's right. And we yeah. will not change. But uh, but there, there's one our customers. Sorry. There's one caveat. If you want to do it in January, uh, you'll have to use a Windows machine. <laughs> However, they have said that the Mac oh, version. Horrible. There is a Mac version in development that will support TiVo to go. It'll do the whole iPod thing. We talked to him today. Um, and, and it will, uh, it'll be out now probably next summer. So good thing. We'll, Cause we'll, we'll keep you posted, but, uh, you cause know. you know, I love my TiVo almost as much as the Mac. And I think you do too. It's I just, do. Oh yeah. It's great. You couldn't live with it. I would almost say if I had to, Hmm. I had to give up one or the other. Oh man, don't ask. I, don't put me in that. Don't position. put me in that position, pal. <laughs> Another choice in two out of three. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'll take yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that that was good because TiVo, man, TiVo, and the, the Mac. Yeah, the the problem is the the support on the Mac side of the fence is uh, not always uh, no as rapid. It was good but, for a while. I, I hear the TiVo CEO is, is a Mac user, but I only hear that through the grapevine. I, I don't know for sure. So if you're out there listening, uh, well, hey, you know, how are you? Yeah, because yeah, TiVo's gone. full of as many uh, <laughs> <laughs> TiVo's full of as many uh, drilling fanatics as uh, Mac users. Oh, yeah. They're, as yeah. far as I've seen. Yeah, it's totally a loyal follower. Just so. fist shaking. Man, they should they, 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 I will uh, I will get our uh, our our our, our advertising department on them. In fact, I, I should say this actually that uh, the Mac Geek Gab is a proud member of the Backbeat Media Podcast Network, along with Coverville and Evil Genius Chronicles. So that's uh, wow. a relatively new that's thing. Amazing growth. Uh huh. That's right. Man. Gone from one to three. One to three. That's right. And three good ones, two that I think are even better than ours. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what? I like Coverville and I like yeah. Dave Slusher's Evil Genius Chronicles. It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw him at the uh the, the Yeah. Yeah, we met him uh, uh, last we week. Went there. He's a good guy. 
So, all right. Well, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to start yeah, the this guys thing. in the corner. Wake them up. Yeah. Oh, there they go. I got to teach them how to fade in better though. You know, they're, they're it sounds so kind of abrupt. Better. It was kind of abrupt. I know. I'm, I'm whatever. You just snap your fingers and, uh, that's right. I give them, the, I give them the evil, I give them the stink eye. Mm. Oh, uh, no. So, uh, next week. Next week. You, you know, know what I think we should week do next week? Like Christmas. Our Christmas list. Right? Ho- holiday. Holiday. Oh, sorry. That's right. Yeah, our holiday list. Well, John and holiday. I both celebrate Christmas, but but it'll be our holiday list show. Exactly. Yeah, we, we got to be we got to be sensitive to it. Yeah, oh, no, holiday. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but tis the season for the, uh, the, 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 the giving holidays. Yeah, I like holiday because, you know, like the births say, I go on holiday. So to they do. me, if you don't have an officially sanctioned one, you make your own. Just make your That's own. That's why I like holiday. Right. That's have a holiday. Have fun. And That's yeah, what most of us have done with Christmas anyway. It's basically turned into, you know, whatever we've made it. So, yeah. anyway. so as long as you're out there being nice to other people and uh, enjoying, you know, getting and receiving. Uh, Good cheer. Things. Yeah. So, But anyway, so next week, what? what? We'll, we'll talk about our, 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 our Christmas gift, wish list. Gift, oh, gift yes. wish list. Whatever. Yeah. Ah, all right. All uh, right. Gmail, yeah, you caught. Oh, thanks, Dave. You, you caught up on a little. Back I call. did, and and yeah, I wanted to say something. I'm really sorry. Uh, email the email box got got overflowed uh, with with me traveling the last two weekends, and both John and I were away last weekend. Hmm. I wasn't answering as much email as I should have been. Uh, so I believe I'm caught up. If if there's something that you sent in that uh, you did not get a response to, please accept our humble apologies and send it again. We'll uh, we'll we'll catch up with you. But we're because we read and listen to it all, and we deeply deeply appreciate it. We do. We absolutely do. And you can if you if, if you haven't sent anything in and you want to, uh, let's see macgeekgab at macobserver.com. You can phone in your comments to two zero six 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 geek geek. That's right. Uh, what else? So website? Can, the website, yeah. macgeekgab.com, macobserver.com slash podcast, either one. You can try and Skype those voicemails into macgeekgab, and I swear I'll go listen to them someday. <laughs> Have you figured that out yet? And, well, I've figured out how to listen to them. I haven't figured out how to get it out of them. And, I, and the other problem is I always forget because it's not my main account. So, yeah, that's not my main Skype yep. account. So. Yep. And uh, get your voting finger ready because the end of the month is coming in. Coming up. Yeah, so you can go and practice. Go vote. Go vote at Podcast Alley. Get your account set up. Get ready because on the first, yeah. we're going to want you to hit them and hit them hard. All right, that's it. We're good. That's Let's it. Let's get out of here. Yeah. All right, we're out of here. All right, so hey, I'm going to do something different this week. I'm going to post the show quickly here and then update the show notes tomorrow when I listen through to the show. So if you go right away to look for show notes, you'll only see very brief stuff. So, uh, but it's an experiment, so I can get the show out sooner because I can't stay up all night anymore. I'm getting too old <laughs> for you. Stay subscribed. Thanks.